All right, let's try this again. All right, I think I just messed up on that. Oh. I thought I was on my Nino's Corner Store. That's what it was. I was not. All right, my bad. I'm going to get ready to go live with um, <clears throat> a real patriot, a guy that's a uh, Freedom Fraction. Uh, I've done an interview live with him before. I've done it when, I've done one with him before. And... Uh, it's always, uh, he's going to be interviewing me, but we're going on my platform because everyone's getting deplatformed and he got kicked off his. So we're going live on mine. And uh, here it is right here. Here he is. What happens here? Waiting for Freedom Vaccine. And there you are, brother. Oh, what's going on, Nino? How are you, bro? Good, man. Yeah, dude, I, uh, I was totally expecting to go on your page. Yeah, if if it makes you feel any better, I was hoping to have you over here as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean it's happening to everyone right now, dude. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty uh, it's uh, it's pretty scary, man. It's like you work hard to get these followers. I mean, I I, I tell everyone that my my shit happened by accident, but but uh, you you build this platform and then they just take you off. Did it happen by accident, Nino? I mean, did it really? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of feels like it does, you know. I mean, I didn't, I didn't ask for it. That's for sure. I didn't expect any of this to happen. I didn't. Let's put it this way: I didn't expect it to happen. Well, bro, that's what happens. You, you, you stepped into the forefront. You stepped into the fray. You put yourself out there. People were like, "No way! We can't let this guy speak truth. We can't yeah, let him rally the troops. We can't let people come to his cause because if they do, well, he's going to inspire courage. Yeah, he's not. He's not preaching cowardice. He's not preaching exactly. lies." So not what happened, what happened for you was on purpose. And I'm glad to be here with you. Thank you. So how are we doing this? Are you doing the interview with me? Or are we just talking? I don't know, man. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk because there's a, there's a few things I want to get into with you. Uh, okay. with my exclusive members, I was talking about, I'll let you, I'll let you guide the ship on this one, brother. Cause, uh, uh, I thought I was going on your life. Uh, well, that's the beauty of all this, bro. We'll just take turns. Um, that Let's works. just jump right into it. Okay. With the exclusive members earlier this morning, I was talking about a two part, a two fold problem that we have right now. You've got the 50 day siege White House being conducted by Antifa and other black and other Black Lives Matter indivisible, other domestic terrorist organizations for 50 days, starting September 17th, all the way up until November 3rd. We know it's not going to stop November 3rd. Uh, just the other day, an article came out from Zero Hedge where you had General James Mattis admitting that they're plotting to overthrow the U.S. government. So before we right, jump on and they, that. They want to screw up the election. That's, that's the, that's the yep. main objective is, is fuck up the election. That's what they want to yep. do. So that's, that's what we're – listen, this is a uh, – this moment in time right now that we're all living in, this – what they call a global reset. You know, the globalists call it that for a certain reason. That's because they want to uh, completely uh, – Knock down America. It's the last domino standing. It's they want to get rid of America and start over with this global uh, governance, um, one world government, new world order that we know about, that we've been, us conspiracy theorists have been speaking about forever. But they're in the end game right now. And the only thing between them and us is Trump. Yes. And they are on a mission to take this guy out of there. Yes. I'm just surprised that there's so many BLM and so many Antifa that are on board of this that don't know the truth of what's going on. They don't want to know the truth. No. They don't want to know the truth. What they want to know is who's going to put more money in my debit account. 
Right. Who's going to put more money on my transfer card? George Soros. Who's going to help me finance this angst that I have against my mom and my dad? China. Who's going to be the who's going to be the platform? Who's going to be the vehicle? These people, they don't want to know the truth. These are destabilized, irrational domestic terrorists. There's nothing yeah. else to say. And they're getting paid for this. I mean, they're yep. getting paid for this to yep. do this, this, to do this, these riots and looting and cause this, uh, this havoc uh, among um, tax paying citizens who are trying to have to have to keep their businesses going and mm -hmm. they're being uh, intimidated. They're not even allowed to protect their own storefronts or, or if they shoot somebody or if they go and protect someone else's property, they'll get arrested. This is uh, and then they're defunding the police on all fronts. Bro, bro. Oh, my God. Nina, when you when whenever I see you again or you come up here, bro, I'll tell you about some of the strange stuff that I've been involved in down here uh, running rooftop security being requested to go run security for some other places because of all these riots. And then you have like protesters come up to you saying, what are you doing here with this gun? This man asked me to be here. People don't understand like the very sophisticated nature of this. Like we had to learn a lot about what our rights are, what our laws are. Can we be requested to actually run security if we're not cops, if we're not security, can people actually request us to be there? It's a real thing. But what's going on with Antifa is like you said beforehand, they're being funded, they're being, they're being, there's, there's, there's a profit to them from this. Like, there's yeah, a reason they, why they, they just see it. this. Precisely. But we see the big picture. We understand what's going on. But they see this just this little piece. And they're so manipulated and mind-controlled. Oh. You know, it, it boggles my mind. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they told me that they get their sources from CNN. You know, they, they quote CNN. That's kind of scary. It's very scary because that is the main mind-control tool there is. That's, that's the big one. See, we know all media is mind control, right? We know yep. it, it's all, it's all, all media is mind control from Hollywood to the commercials, to the mainstream media, to everything you watch on television is, is, is programming, right? Yes. But, but um, when someone actually goes off of what CNN says, okay, and that's their, that's their uh, load of information. That's where they're getting their, their wealth of information. That is that is very dangerous. very dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah, I have an art, I have an article over here from Newspunch. It talks about the left left about the left plotting an apocalyptic mass public unrest if Biden loses. This week on the podcast episode, I I, I travel. Wait, back say to, that again. I didn't hear you. They the what? The left is plotting apocalyptic mass public unrest if Biden loses. It's an article by Sean Antalabi over there at Newspunch. They put this up. Well, September then 9th. I have an answer for that. Then we'll bring in a apocalyptic military <laughs> well, do a clean sweep that's get them out of here that's what they need to understand is they're pushing they're pushing and they're pushing not expecting a response when you have them protesting in uh, portland for over a hundred days straight not expecting any kind of resistance and then we're called bootlickers for saying arrest these people they're terrorizing families they're burning buildings down arrest these people we're bootlickers because i yeah. want common sense yeah, we because want law order. We want to feel safe in our neighborhoods. People destroying things. Right, right. No, this is. I see, but see, all roads to me, from what I've seen and the people that I've talked to, what I've researched now, and I've been researching this heavily for the last uh, couple months. Uh, Good. Was uh, this all? All roads lead to China. Yes. This all. This all goes to China. China yes. is in full control with other special interests like Soros. With they are in charge. Well, they both parties. But they're mainly in charge right now. They're leading the Democratic Party. Okay, yes. they are in full control, and look what they're doing. Look what this. Look what they're doing with this pedophilia. The cuties uh, uh, show that came out on Netflix. 
This is completely destroying our culture, American culture. The liberal ideology is taking control and it is now disintegrating and destroying America. It's completely just a free for all, anything goes. And they've wrapped that up in the liberal ideology to where if it feels good, do it. If you want to be a pedophile, hey, it's just an orientation. So they're also disintegrating and destroying within our culture. And this is all this is all engineered, and people need to understand this. Yes, yes. Earlier earlier today with our exclusive members, I was breaking down how I'm a '90s kid. I grew up listening to hip hop, you know, rap, rock, all the different yeah, type of stuff like that. I think I got into whenever I was a kid, I got into some stuff that I shouldn't have. Some old heads were able to sit me down and kind of correct me a little bit. They were talking to me about, hey, you know, we know that you're out there doing all this this thuggish stuff, what you think is cool, but I know nobody's going to talk to you about when you piss your pants. I know nobody's going to talk to you about when your hands are shaking when you're coming down from that adrenaline. I know nobody's going to talk to you about your paranoia after shooting somebody. I know nobody's going to talk to you about all these real problems that are there. And that's the mindset we've got to think about with Antifa. You, you think about going to a protest. Think about putting yourself in the situation. They've been protesting for over 100 days straight. We've all had nights where we've gotten drunk and we've We've done some stuff we shouldn't, but these guys are doing that for extended periods of time. They've been given over to a spirit of delusion. We're going to be trying to talk logic, critical thinking, reason to these people who don't want to hear it. We're yeah. trying to say, hey, listen, what you're doing has complications. You're going to, you're going to have problems. You can't go out there and destroy and burn buildings and not expect to get arrested. You can't loot and not expect for you to be seen on, on, on surveillance camera and then try to defund the police. There yeah. are consequences to your actions, but because people live in this delusional thinking state of, period, state of mind, they think that they can continue to carry out these things without repercussion. And that's okay because what's happening is all of their crimes are being brought to the surface for all of us to see. It's no longer they're like this hush thing. Precisely, they're incriminating themselves. They're shining a spotlight on their own activities. They're allowing for us to say, this is a criminal, this is a patriot. We wanna help people, we wanna uplift people, we wanna get back to the homeless, we wanna help, re we wanna help reinvigorate that spirit of American, not chauvinism, but patriotism. I don't want to say the West is the best, but we don't want to go down this, this, this path. When I was mentioning earlier that they have a 50-day siege planned for the White House, that may seem like it's a populist movement, but it's really not. I, I guarantee you there are more American patriots and worldwide patriots who see this type of stuff going on, see these liberals carrying this type of stuff out, and say, this is, these people don't represent me. I'm sure that, I have a, that there are other African-Americans watching right now, and we represent those voices that are being silenced. They're not the real majority. Black lives exactly. doesn't represent these voices. Exactly. This and I said this, I've said this so many times. I've said this so many times. I have so many black friends that are not on board with this BLM movement. They know it's been mm -hmm. a hijacked movement. Listen, is there racial injustices going on? Absolutely. That's, yep. that's a no-brainer. But guess what? It, happen, it happens to Latinos, too. Yep. It happens to white people. I've seen there's white people that get shot by cops, you know. Yeah. Um, but but the thing is this, and, and the, the whole defunding the police and everything, Austin, Texas, okay, just put up right now. They're putting billboards all over Texas, all over Austin, Texas, right now that says "Enter at your." The cops are putting this up. I forgot who's in charge of it, uh. but I, they're saying "Enter at your own risk." We have been defunded. Like they're warning people, like, listen, hey, we're not at our optimum anymore optimum anymore and enter at your own risk well think about it bro like i remember i, I covered this two weeks ago on the show that u.s cargo thefts were up specifically in areas where defund the police movements uh were active so basically what they're saying is while people are asking for 
the defunding of the police, disbanding the police, there are thefts going up in those areas. People are yeah. stealing food because they don't have anything else to do. And yeah. so when we're, when, we're, when we're breaking this stuff down, we're seeing how they're, how they're pushing us more towards lawlessness. You can't yes. do it. And to a degree, I, I support the people in Texas doing that because they're saying, hey, this is one of your warnings. Shucks, I don't have my targets right here, but I, was, I went shooting just the other day. I was going to hang up like one of my targets and say, we don't call the cops. No solicitors, no trespassers. And this yeah. is a real thing because people, and I, and I, and I got to You say live off now. the grid, don't you? Don't you live off the grid? I mean, I'm last time I did, I, did, I did something with you, I heard fucking chickens in the background. <laughs> uh, I, got a, I have 11 chickens now. I got okay. 11 chickens now. The farm's going good. Uh, we're, we're about a year or two away from living off, off grid. Okay. I'm, looking at, um, I'm looking at some spots in the Hamas, but that's a different, a different discussion. But just to, uh, just to touch on what you were saying with California's exploding and like bringing in their culture with them. I'm sure we have I a lot of California followers. It, man. Yeah, we got some here, but they're bringing that liberal ideology with yeah. them. What ruined their state, they're bringing to Correct. Texas. Texas Correct. is going to be blue. Correct. But that's the problem. You, you can't, you, you left California because stuff is too liberal. You have to embrace where you're going. I'm not going to go to the Hamas and take my culture with me. I'm going to adapt to the culture that's there to kind of, I don't know, blend in. Because well, that's the reason they're, they're moving there in the first place. Mm -hmm. They're moving to another place because they ruined there. Yes. The homelessness is off the charts. The crime's off the charts. Now they just let go tens and thousands of prisoners, convicts mm -hmm. in California. Do you hear about this? Bill, I know they've been doing it this, since this whole pandemic. Right, and why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? What would be the strategy with that? It's because these guys have nothing to go to. They're going into yep. a broken economy. Yep. They're going to jump on board with the riots and looting there you and go. the crime. That's there it. There you go. That's and that's it. what they, it's strategic. I mean, I've been I've been to protest down here, you know, over there on Central, and it's past like seven or eight or nine o'clock. And you know what you know what that is. You know what that's like on Central, man. The oh, drunkards yeah. come out. The alcoholics come out. The junkies come out. Then it's no longer political. It's just degenerated. Yes. And then you can have people. You can have people claim that this protest that's turned into a riot is theirs. And so it's 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 messy. It's unorganized. It's uh, it's 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 chaotic. And to a degree, I feel like it's a part of a deception. It's Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals. Right. Overwhelming us with so much chaos that we can't see past their initial defense system. Does that make sense? One hundred percent. But you got to remember this too that this has been in the conditioning process for decades Yes. after World War II. This yes. is part of the cultural Marxism of conditioning. And this is now, they're at the point now where they're going all in. This is an all-in grab for America. I mean, what we thought we would never see, I never thought I would be living through this in my lifetime. I thought no, I'd dude. be like in my 80s or whatever, like when this started to happen. No, here we are. Here we are right now. It's happening. Yeah. And the, the, the fact that this is a, you know, I started looking at all these, uh, you know, the other conspiracies start to line up now when you start looking at like FEMA camps yep. and the underground bases. You're like, oh, it's game time. This yeah. is where we're at now. Now it's game time. Dude, some... We are we are we are divided in every which way you can even think of. I mean, the LGBTQ, the, yep. the black community against the whites, uh, everybody against the cops. I mean, they have divided this pie up so much. That we do our we're all fighting each other now, and China's sitting back with its arms crossed, just laughing at us. That's because, right. That's listen, right. there's rumors of them. There's rumors of them at our borders. Yes, uh, they're military in Canada. In Canada, yes. right now, 
that they are do that they are practicing military games. They have done joint military games with uh, with, with 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 Iran and with Russia. And so, right. to touch on real quick again, just the fifty day siege that Antifa's planning starting September seventeenth, and the book that came out implicating General Mattis getting involved in an overthrow in the U.S. government. He said, I'm not going to go along with this. When we talk about this, what we're essentially talking about is insurrection and a revolution. Who's financing this? Who's saying that it's okay for these people to go out, protest, come in and out of jail, get jailed, get, get free, then right. go out there and travel to another part of the country and carry this type of stuff on? Who's, who's greenlighting this behavior? China. Well, we know it's Soros. We know it's China. Mm -hmm. We know it's Soros. But we also got to hold accountable these fucking governors Yes, these people that are Newsom and, and uh, Como and these people that are evil, that are evil, that are part of the destruction mm -hmm. of this country. OK, mm -hmm. they're the ones that are passing these laws and making it OK to do this shit. And now I think and that but but the people that are being held hostage in this situation, this is what's happening right now. What is what is in the works right now? And I think people need to be ready for this because you and I both know what's coming after September 17th is going to be chaos. Yeah, we know that we're in the low between the storm. We're in the calm before the real storm, which is coming. Yeah. And all they got to do, their main objective, bro, and what we're telling our audience right now is be ready, prep, get survival gear. But what's happening, what they're trying, all they have got to do, all they have got to do is delay the elections by any means exactly. necessary so that Biden either uh, says, he, you know, either they step in Pelosi or they uh, – they delay the election to where China can come and get us a, with a hit. I think China can attack us. Yes, we're, yes. we're in limbo. China can I, attack us. I literally, I literally talked about that just this morning, my friend. Like I covered the, I covered DHS releasing information that they had prepared for an EMP attack being released right around the election time period. Now, at that same time period, I had also talked about how China has infiltrated our electrical grid. Think wow. about this. I, I didn't know that. So, but it doesn't surprise me. But, but think about this. They're already trying to telegraph that, hey, there's going to be something going on during the elections that won't allow for the elections to go on. It's going to have to do something with power, but we're not going to tell you what's going to happen. Yes, China has infiltrated our electrical grid, but we can't tell you to what degree. They're already saying that Biden is China's pick, that, China, that Xi Jinping wants Joe Biden on the ticket, that Nancy Pelosi is already saying it's a great deal. Let me, let me, let me slow down. Because what we're literally talking about is, is, is a coup on so many fronts that you have you have foreign elements domestic elements and 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 i'm not even sure where that third category would be but you have so many different agents working here within our government trying to overthrow everything that is crazy i mean you literally have like military people people within like our military our standing military who are saying yes i will go along with this coup plot i know You're having a civil war in our military people saying i don't want to go along with the coup plot I'm going to stick with our elected, with, yeah, with our elected yeah. government. This is crazy. And, yeah, and then, I think this, I, and bro, tell me what you think about this. And, and I've been thinking about this theory, and I'm like, this makes sense. I think that after this election, a huge possibility, strong possibility that we see states yes. break off from the union. Yes. Break yes. off from the union and go their own way and get, and get, and China takes complete control over them. I bet yes. you California is one, New Mexico, and people are not going to be allowed to leave. Something, something with China taking over these states. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, man, they're, they're going to break away from the union, and this is when the the real civil unrest is going to begin. Let me let me let me read you real quick this from this article where it talks about Western states going into this secession style plan. 
This is again reading from that article, the left applauding apocalyptic mass public unrest if Biden loses. I'm, I'm fast forwarding a little bit, but it says in that event, the coalition may take a page from the election quote war games report by the vehemently anti-Trump transition integrity project, which urges Biden to push Western states, namely California and Oregon to quote secede from the union oh, unless their potential demands for reforms abolishing the electoral college, dividing California into five states, and a statehood for Puerto Rico and D.C. are met. So everything you're saying is, is, uh, is unfortunately already on the drawing board. They're trying to push these Western states. I saw the same thing with COVID-19 coming up with an interstate compact testing yeah, or interstate yeah, yeah. testing compact where they're going to secede. It's, right. it's crazy. So, so essentially, so <laughs> you know, what I thought was a great theory, you're actually backing it up with facts right now. So Basically, we could basically say goodbye to California because yeah. that's where I see this going. I mean, why do you think these fucking fires are happening? You think this is an accident? No. This is no. all part of the plan. This is all part of the engineered, uh, what, 2030, uh, Agenda 30. Uh, these things are real. These things that's are correct. real. There was a, I didn't get around to posting it. Otherwise, I'd read it for you. But some, uh, some officials in Seattle said, hey, Antifa, please stop setting fires. Or, hey, Antifa, during this, uh, this chaotic period, please don't set any more fires. So if you catch like the subtle nuance way they write right. a lot of these articles and a lot of ways they put this information out, they're not telling you that Antifa started the fires, but they're also saying that in the past, Antifa has been opportunistic and has set fires. So a lot of this stuff yeah. that's going on, they're being emboldened. I mean, my God, bro, like I didn't put this up before coming onto the air. I'm just going to read you the article headline. Um, a leftist, firebombed a Republican woman's club and tried to burn it to the ground. He's been arrested now. Somebody's telling these people, hey, go out there, firebomb places, firebomb golf courses, firebomb beauty salons, firebomb gender reveal parties, firebomb whatever. The and, same they're way that we, and they're getting, they're getting off. getting off. The yeah. same way that Michael Ryanall or Rowan Hall, the way that yeah. he got in and out of jail, talked to probably a dozen lawyers and then was shot dead for lying. So, so you, again, you have lawfare, legal warfare. You have lawyers emboldening these people saying, hey, here's your wiggle room. Here's what you're allowed to do. You, when you mess up, we'll get you out. We'll bail you out. I covered it just this week on the Instagram Live. You have wealthy 20-year-old kids, people that got more money than God, well, more money than some people's God, sitting over here destroying cities. Because yeah, they had nothing yeah. else to do. They took away right. raves, they took away sports, they took away entertainment, and they turned protests and riots as a hip, new, trendy thing to do. Not it realizing is. that these things cost us our freedoms. No, 100%. And I, and I said on one of my videos, I said that anybody who's over, really, I said 30, but really over the age of 20, 22, that is doing this shit, because I can see kids being rebellious. They don't know any better. They're impressionable. I can give them a hall pass. Not, not really, but I can understand. Really. I can understand. I can understand. Because I was once a kid that was like that. I was a juvenile. But these people that are being arrested, bro, are professors and doctors. They're professionals. They're professionals. Mm -hmm. This is, this mentality is so sickening. And now my niece and, and, and some cousins of mine uh, sending their kids off to school. It's indoctrination camps. They're, they're, yeah. they're indoctrinating these kids with the liberal ideology. Yeah. They're training them. This is all, this is really all, uh, what they did in Nazi Germany. Yes. This we're in it. We're in it. This is not, Oh, is it coming? Maybe it'll come. I don't know. We're in it right now. And the people that are being brainwashed that think they're the progressives, that they're on the cutting edge, that they're on the front lines are really the liberals. Bro. 
I guess, I guess again, I'm, I'm a 90s baby. I see the government and I see the media over here, like getting behind my concept of a revolution. I think I might be on the wrong side. That's my thought process. Yeah. I have a little thing called common sense. If I got the government and the media over here saying, hey, keep doing what you're doing, I'm going to think a little bit different. Exactly. About doing exactly. That should, be the, that should be your red flag. But think about this. This is, this is also another key point to look at. We've all been on lockdown, right? All of this comes basically from academia. They radicalized these people in school, shut school down, sent these kids out here into the streets, and they said, you know what? That program is done and over with. All part we of need the to plan. Get whole, we need to get a whole nother generation. And so they've, they've, they've radicalized these people in schools for generations, deployed them, and now they're saying, good, destroy everything. Give us your kids while you're destroying things, and we're going to indoctrinate them to the new normal. We're going to get them, uh, get them used to surveillance, get them used to testing, get them used to uh, asking how high should they jump whenever we, whenever we bark. It's, it, it's, it's very, very sophisticated. And so when you're talking about uh, your sister sending her kids to school, well, this I mean, is a you got to remember this too. They're, so her kids are, uh, I had a friend tell me that when he sent his kid to Austin, UT Austin, the kid was a conservative, was a Trump supporter. The kid came back hating Trump, hmm. hating Trump, mean to his parents. He was like, dude, I sent you to, I, I paid your tuition, sent you to college. And now you're coming back here with all these crazy wacky ideas. And, and you hate Trump and you believe everything's to be socialized. They don't even know the beginning of anything, of any of their arguments in the first place. But the thing with my, my, my sisters and their younger kids is they're sending them away to school. They're wearing a mask, a shield, and a cubicle full of like a, like a, like a, a glass cubicle six feet away from out of the other students. Do you realize the psychological damage that they're putting on these kids? And it's on purpose. It's on purpose. They're grooming them for, to make them like drones, like robots. They're using these kids, the younger kids, the teenagers now, as the military, as the, as the ones for civil unrest, to create the civil unrest, just like you said. But the next ones down the line are going to be the robots, the drones. Correct. Correct. That's what they're doing. You know, uh, we're, we're having this conversation. It's September 11th, you know, 19 years ago. Our homeland experienced one of the most devastating attacks that we've ever experienced. And now we're underneath a whole new form of assault. I was nine whenever 9-11 whenever went down. And I think about how much that shaped like my worldview, knowing that there was some sketchy stuff out there, knowing that we were being lied to. And that kind of set me off on this trail to seek the truth and figure out all this other stuff along the way. I think about what these kids are experiencing right now. You were explaining that, that child abuse. You imagine being nine years old in school right now. You're being told, and this is the crazier part about the-, the They're killing the, the, their humanity. Precisely. This, their humanity. this is the sophisticated psychological aspect of this. It's like, you're because I'm sure when the kids come home, they're not wearing their mask, they're not wearing like all this other nonsense. But whenever they go out there, they are. What you're saying is like outside is dangerous. Outside is dangerous, home is safe. But outside can be safe. It, it, there's, there's so many different things going on there. I've had an exclusive, right. mem I've had an exclusive member join me uh, because he has younger siblings who are having to go through this uh, remote learning process and I think every parent that's watching right now understands, hey, I need to watch what, what my kid's being taught. And he, he chimes in. He says, they're, 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 they're programming them. They're indoctrinating them. They're saying things that are, are directly contradictory to what they have been brought up thinking. And then whenever the siblings reach over to the brother to say, hey, you know, what, what should I say about this? The brother has to, by default, say, hey, focused on class. 
we can't have this conversation on what you're what you're experiencing just continue to get indoctrinated and so when these kids are in class from like eight to two basically being told in their own house that their mom and dad's thought process doesn't matter you need to obey you need to get indoctrinated this is another way for them to reach inside the house and so yeah. what what i've been advocating to people in this situation is coming up with like a hands-on curriculum where it puts you outside where you read actual books to where you learn practical skills to where you see the repercussions of your actions because the thing about theory is it's just a theory until it's practical a lot of these people who are learning stuff especially kids they're not understanding there's a practical application these people that say they want socialized medicine raise your taxes try to have a yeah. job with this socialized who do you medicine paying for it? who do you yeah think i just went for? up another tax bracket and i'm appalled and how yeah. much they're taxing me because i'm single okay because i'm single and i'm not married i mean they have all these little these ways to screw you right and so i just went up mm -hmm. another tax bracket and i cannot believe and i'm almost like damn what can i do to lower myself back down you know what i mean like this is crazy you know like they're taking that. so you're, much but you know, think about that you, so have, to, What's you that? have to try to figure out how to downsize yeah i have to downsize i have to figure it out somehow it's it's a uh, it's to the point now where this is how bad it is who do you think is paying for all these programs who do you think is paying for socialism who do you think is going to pay the, for, for socialized medicine, it's the people making the money that are trying to live their dream and, and do better for themselves. Everyone that starts making money turns conservative because you realize, mm -hmm. oh, man, this mm -hmm. is really, really bad. I'm paying mm -hmm. for everybody else. Well, see that you get pissed. I'm paying for BLM. <laughs> I'm, paying for, I'm paying for Antifa, these, these losers that are going out mm -hmm. raping and, and, and rioting and looting and burning down buildings. I'm paying their bills, dude. Mm-hmm. Their medical bills, their yeah. housing bills, their jail bills. You're paying that. Yeah. Real talk. And I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm glad you're pointing this out. You were saying earlier, you know, there's a lot of you have a lot of black friends that are for Black Lives Matter because yeah, I'm pretty I'm probably sure that they are hardworking black men. Dude, they're, they're trying they're trying to make black a living. Dude. Don't want, yeah, they're they making good money. They don't want anything from the government. They understand no. that the government's going to take more, so they don't want to involve in the government. They they want to keep their pockets fat and they don't want the government to get their cut. So you're right. It's hardworking, down-to-earth, grounded people who are based in reality, experiencing day-to-day -day interactions with people from all walks of life who are, who, who are conservative. But it's these right. people who have flights of fancy and live in fucking fantasy land, yeah. la-la land, that think that liberalism is the way to go. Yeah. And so I understand that. It's not that we're not compassionate. We're trying to be factual, logic, and critical, reasonable when we're going about this. But the problem is now, I think a lot of, uh, I think a lot of people feel this, these people are not compassionate. They're not, they're not liberals. No, these are no, radicals. No. These are radicals and extremists that need to be dealt with. They have like, a lot of hate in their hearts, dude. I mean, have you seen these people? I mean, they, 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 like, they flip a script. They flip a switch like that, and they get angry. I mean, mm -hmm. they, will, they are so, they're so tolerant, right? They're supposed to be so tolerant, but yet they're insanely intolerant of anybody who doesn't agree with their views. Yes. They lose their shit. Yes. You can't have a, a, a logical discussion with them. They will lose their shit and go nuts on you and start calling you names. So here's my thing, okay? So I'm going to say here's my thing. When they call me a racist, when they call me a bigot, I call them a pedophile. Do it. Now they, they're back in the party <laughs> of the pedophiles. So you yes. want to call me those names? Guess what? You're a pedophile. Yes. Oh, you're voting for Biden, huh? Does that make you a pedophile? Like yeah, so you're too? a pedophile. You're a pedophile. <laughs> so you want pedophilia. You know, mm -hmm. so that's what you have to say to them. Because you want to call me all these names. Okay, let's go. Let's leave the, 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 the adult conversation. And let's go down to your third grade argument. 
second, really first grade, you're a pedophile. If you're calling me a racist and a bigot, you're a pedophile. There, let's just leave it there. We're going to play we, playground games. Let's play playground games. We can't go down to their level. You can't go down to their level. There's a, there's a, well, I'll tell you what, I've said it a few times and they shut up. <laughs> yeah, because they, because you've exposed their, their hypocrisy and their lunacy yes. and their ignorance, bro. Like yeah. they don't, they don't understand the stuff that they come out of their mouth. They type stuff on the internet and they get away with it and they say, oh, this will sound great in real life. Oh, you're, yeah. you're a racist. Apparently, I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> Appa apparently, Freedom Faction is a white supremacist it's organization. Crazy. This is insane. It's insane. Yeah. How are we living in today's times? Well, it's 2020, and here we are living like we're in the 1920s, dude. In the well, 1920s, not 2020s. It's a trap. It's all a trap to get you down into their level. That's why we don't mess with pigs. One, yeah. because they play in the mud. And two, because they like it. That's why yeah. we don't play with play with things, man. We don't get dirty with them people. We let them no. stay down there. We say, all but, right. Dude, but listen, hold on. You say we don't get dirty with them, but we are going to have no choice. You're right. They're coming into our neighborhoods. They're coming to us. What? Listen, when good men stand back and do nothing, evil runs amok. We all know this. No, you're right. It's time for the good men. It's time that right. we stand up and we do shit. We have to you're now. Right. Like, what we're doing on here is a start. But, bro, it's going to come to our doorstep, man. Yes. This is not some shit that's just going to go away. They're defunding the police. People are going to have to take the law into their own hands. Yes. They're trying to cause the civil unrest. This is what they want. This is what the globalists want. Yes. When they Again, when they're calling for the defund the police movement, they're not defunding the police. They want to become the police. They want to be those roaming mobs out there on your street dispatching whatever they think of as community justice. Uh, yeah. Just, just to touch on what you were saying beforehand, and this is just to give people – a blemish of hope. You came onto the show a couple months ago and you gave my audience a blemish of hope. I'm hopefully going to give your audience a blemish of hope, man. I told you beforehand, I'm out here training. I'm out here. I'm out here working on my times. I'm out here working on like my reflection or on my, uh, on my reflexes. Yeah. I'm working on a lot of different things. And I'm telling you that I'm not working on it myself. There are individuals who are much more skilled and proficient with firearms and tools and much yeah, I know there's a big me. militia in New Mexico, isn't there, that's forming right now? Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to say that we are not affiliated with them, but we are aware of their presence here and that there are other individual organizations that are doing the very same thing. And they're working with law enforcement. Some are working without law enforcement because this is the reality. We don't want to take this stuff into our hands. But like you said, we're not going to have people banging down our doors because they feel emboldened to do so. I have a gate around my house, thank the Lord, and a backyard and a backyard of a half acre. Like I said, I'm going to put up those targets and say no solicitors, no trespassing. We don't call cops. And this is unfortunately where things have to go. I'm not an advocate for violence. I'm not an advocate for any of this type of rage. But what I am for is for peace, yeah. peace of mind and quiet. And if people come around me, well, guess what? I'm going to leave you where you stand. We'll call the 100%. cops afterwards. Yeah. Hey, it's it's the same thing in, in like a street fighting mentality. You hit and then ask questions later. I'm not yeah. gonna stand around and get hit first. It's the same yeah. thing. And if someone's coming onto your property, you have a right to protect your property. Amen. And especially now with the climate, where it's at, where we're at in this world, there, there's no you have you have every excuse to now. You have to. And now the fact that look at all of this is so obviously obviously engineered. Yes. Defunding the police, letting go of the prisoners out of the jails, uh, instigating paying rioters. 
they are purposely bringing, and this is much bigger yes. than our government. These are shadow personalities, shadow government controlling the strings to all this that are very, very powerful people. This goes up to the 13 bloodlines. This is not, yes. this is not just governors wanting to cause havoc and they're mad at Trump. No, this is a very well-engineered plan that yes. people do not understand, that we are not, we're oblivious to it. Yeah, that's why I think that's why a lot of us are caught off guard is because we see demented Joe Biden and we have this barista coffee shop Starbucks thought process of Antifa and, and we nerf them ourselves. We don't really look at them as the threat that they are. It's not Joe Biden that we're worried about and it's not Antifa that we're worried about. It's the forces behind them that we're worried yeah, about. Yeah. Who's, who's, who's propping up this zombie? Who's, yeah. who's paying for all this destabilization? And so as this stuff is coming more into the forefront, I feel like it's allowing people to really ask those questions, wake up to the threat that's here, and actually get organized. I don't want yeah. to say it's a good thing, but it, 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 this should not be happening for prolonged periods of time. We should not be living like this. People should not be living in fear. Whenever you have, again, Chaz Chop, those, those, <laughs> those people trying to run yeah. some type of separatist society for however many days, and then basically uh, holding the business owner there as hostage, saying that, hey, we're not going to bash your windows in if you give us free water. This is terrorism. Right, is and they, they do this in Mexico, and look where Mexico's at. And where, I'm, where I'm from in El Paso, in Juarez, in Juarez, Mexico, bro, what do you think they, the cartels were doing for, for, for the lot? Well, still doing, they're still doing, okay? But from like 2006 to 2014, 15, it was a ghost town. They extorted all the business. It's, it's called extortion. They were going into businesses, okay? Going into businesses, demanding payments from the store owners a percentage, and then another gang would come in and ask for a percentage, and then another gang would come in, and, and they were not, the, the store owners were working for the gangs. That's happening here now. That's what this is going to happen with Antifa, BLM. Mm -hmm. Look what BLM's doing. Do you see that the, uh, I saw some of the, uh, the, the riots or the, the peaceful protests, right? Peaceful oh. protests, where they're walking, walking up to elderly white people, taking their glass on the table, drinking out of it, throwing it, I mean, complete, I've never Disrespect. seen anything like this in my life. And I've said it before. If I see something like that happen, it's up to people like you and me. Yeah, we got to choke them. For the weak, to stand we up for them. the weaker people. Yeah, we have to choke them. That, yeah. it, it, it sounds crazy, but we are responsible for this peace that we're talking about. We have people we have trying to, to take really it away it. from us. Uh, uh, some of the conversations, I, I got to get done with you, and then I got to go to a, uh, an art gallery with one of my buddies. But he was saying, the man that runs the art gallery, he says, you know, I'm actually kind of done having conversations, civil conversations with people that are constantly plotting on my end. Yeah. And so individual, individuals he's working with are doing just this. They're working with law enforcement. They're working with other individuals to start running these type of operations, infiltrating Antifa, doing these targeted arrests and taking down like the local leadership. And I know that type of stuff sounds crazy because nobody wants to. Nobody wants to act like the, nobody wants to do that type of stuff. Yeah. But this is the piece that we're asking for. People need to understand that there is there is something getting done about this. It's just not going to be talked about. Right. That's why they don't want it. That's why they don't like earlier this week. I placed a video on our Instagram TV of local of, of Proud Boys out there in Oregon basically confronting Antifa. The amount of negative response I got from Proud Boys standing up was it was was mind-blowing so yeah so to a degree we are now at a point where people feel emboldened to say that antifa what they're doing 
is okay and that yeah. we shouldn't fight back. This is Stockholm syndrome. We've been yeah. hold, held hostage by terrorists and we're, unable, and, and, and we're afraid to fight back. Right, right. I always tell everybody, you know, Jesus said, turn the other cheek, but don't take it in the ass. No. <laughs> you got to fight back. I'm sorry. No. That's the way it is. You have got to fight back. Otherwise, Walk lightly and carry a big stick. Exactly, exactly. Be a warrior in the garden. Yes, it's not like, a gardener it's, in a war. Yes, exactly. And, 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 it's like, and so what people need to understand as well is this. They are being tracked. They are being traced. These people yeah. that are causing these riots and looting and BLM. And they don't, if they think they're going to get away with this, think again. They're not. They're being heavily traced. Text yes. messages, uh, facial recognition. They're being watched. Yes. You better, they better hope like hell. Hope like hell. Trump doesn't win because as soon as he gets in there, it's going to be, a, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be a clean sweep. But I think, and I'm going to stop right there and say this, let's assume he's going to win. Cause I believe he's going to, I believe things are going to happen and he's going to win. And that's going to be, be a failure on the, on the Democrats part. But what I think is going to happen. Remember I said, all roads lead to China. Correct. Dude. I think, I think what's going to be the next desperate move for China. It's going to be war is what I think. I think, I think, I think if Trump wins, that's going to be the only card they can play. You're not wrong, brother. You're not wrong. And I know, I know it weighs heavy on your heart to even say that, to reach yeah. that like eventual thought process, because you don't no, Nobody wants to think about war. Nobody wants to t think about any of this stuff, but with the current climate, everything that's on the table right now, this is the only next logical escalation for them to take. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, I went over this with our exclusive members, man. And, we talked about DHS preparing for a nuclear for an EMP attack right around the elections, and they've also hinted towards the fact that China controls parts of our electrical grid that they have yeah. hacked us. And so, when we're talking about this, we we really have to think about how many different key factors we're breaking down, and who and and who stands to benefit. Que bono, who stands to benefit from all this chaos? Right? I, I, I've been saying it this whole time, like since the pandemic. China releases a virus on us and we start fighting amongst ourselves, yeah. our enemies are laughing at us. Yes. Yes. Who's and that's all because they us? control the Democratic Party. They control Correct. the liberal ideology. They're in charge of this. Correct. And what I'm worried about and these rumors that I'm hearing actually from pretty valid people that they're at our borders. Yes. This is, um, this is very, very threatening, dude. This is something that's very, this is a, made it to me, to me to where I'm thinking to myself, I've thought about this for the last three days over and over in my mind. And what a perfect time to invade. Yep. When we are fighting amongst ourselves in yep. civil unrest, just like starting in September 17th, up until election, that's going to be the beginning, man. Let yep. it, they're going to let it, they're going to let it cook, let it cook towards complete chaos. And then why wouldn't you invade us? Why not? Why wouldn't you? Zuckerbot already said that you know again think about from a militaristic point of view the idea of taking down your police taking down your police putting all of your civilians basically inside their homes or out there on the street from a militaristic point of view we are wide open we're open for attack we're there's open. no we we don't know police no, no police, police no protection and if, and if, there, if there's no deciding president or someone like pelosi steps in they're going to attack because she's in on it. They're all in the thing, on it. And check this out. Zuckerbot said it. He said, Americans need to accept the election result 
and that that could take weeks to confirm. So they're already telegraphing saying, hey, look, we're not going to be able to have your election results like we have all the other years beforehand. We're not going to have it on the date. That's going to take a couple of weeks afterwards. So you guys better just have to, you're going to have to get used so to that. So who's going to be in charge? It would be Pelosi, right? Precisely. She would be the interim president. So my uh, thing is this. Trump has to know this. The White Hats have to know this. Mm -hmm. What is going to be the response? And this is where I think this is where the divide's going to come because Trump's going to because Trump's going to declare winning or the, the Democrat we're going to pull away from the Democrats and the Republicans are going to split. Yes, they're going to split right then and there is going to be the the big divide of our country right then and there. The people who are going to accept Trump as the winner and the people that who are not. And I think that's where states are going to break away. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I can't see anything good coming from that. Um, no. I was, a couple of scenarios. It's bad any way you spin it, man. It is. I mean, you, you look at, again, like Governor Jerry Brown of California. This is before Governor Gavin Newsom of California. He met with Xi Jinping and talked about sustainable development, climate change, agenda 2030 style stuff. This is before Gavin Newsom came in. And I thought, well, wow, that's kind of weird. What's a president doing meeting with a governor? Yeah. Huh. A president of a foreign country is coming all the way here to meet with, 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 with Jerry Brown. Why isn't he meeting with Trump? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of strange. And no. so you fast forward to where we're at now. Who's funding all these riots? If there were some chaos to go down, who would accept the Chinese? A, a quick scenario for you, right? We right. were mentioning earlier how China has infiltrated our electrical grid. Um, we found out with the pandemic that China makes a lot of our pharmaceuticals. We stopped that. So let's just say that they begin to want to enter into our, our country. They're going they to when the electrical grid is down. Precisely. They'll, they'll, they'll shut down the electrical grid. We won't be able to see their infiltration. They'll turn the power back on. But we'll have agents here already communicated, infiltrated, working with, 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 with either Antifa, BLM, or other foreign assets. And then they'll, then they'll start working. I've been trying to figure it out, how to war game it so in you, my head. So you think it's going to be an so it's gonna be a cyber attack and electrical an EMP, right? EMP, electromagnetic Correct. pulse or something, something to shut down the electrical grid, and then they're going to have the invasion. Then they're going to come in when we're down. Right now, China, and China, Iran, and Russia are, are conducting military games. And as you've been talking about throughout the entirety of the transmission, uh, China is working with Canada on our border doing these war games they are they they are seething and and, and you already see them trying to get into altercations with india overseas you see them trying to enter in here again think about this dr charles lever harvard scientist he got arrested for smuggling biological materials during this whole covid19 nonsense so if you don't think that there are scientists that have defected or at least scientists that have been traitors essentially yeah. Why wouldn't there be civilians? Why wouldn't there be soldiers? Why wouldn't there be academics? Why wouldn't there be any of this? The reason all this stuff is coming out because it shows the infiltration of our country. We don't, people, I don't really think people what do understand. You, what's your thoughts on, on the whole, I don't want to say it because I don't want us to get banned, but, you know, movement. Oh. The left, number 17, okay? 17 movement, okay? So what is your thought on it? You think that's a PSYOP because... I'm wondering now if that's making people complacent. Hey, we're under control. Yes. We got it all covered. Everything's yes. good. It's going to be, I mean, I'm wondering if that's a psychological psyop on the Patriots so they can remain complacent. I unfortunately think so, my friend. 
You know, your enemies would tell you everything's okay. You don't need to fight back. Just go along with this. If, if, if you were listening to your enemy, he'd say, what are you talking about? I'm not stabbing you. Just take this blade into your stomach. Trust the yeah. plan. People, people yeah. don't think about this. It's the easiest way. That's how I got stabbed. When they surrounded me, when this happened, one guy st stuck out his hand and goes, hey, man, it's all good. And when he did that, his friend ripped my throat open with a knife. So that's how it worked on me. And wow. I can attest to that. So, yes, what you just said right now, 100% true. That's, that's how, how you lower the guard. That's how you lower mm -hmm. the guard of somebody. You, mm -hmm. you come off and you kill them with kindness. You, be, you come off non-threatening. You come off as their friend. Yeah. I've uh, got uh, this. It's all good. Yeah. Hey, trust the plan. Don't worry. Me and my boys, we got you, homie. Like, we've already wargamed this. You and everybody else that comes along, just trust the plan. We got it covered. That's the easy, it was the easiest way for them to nerf the potentiality of people to fight back. When you look at how many people are in the number 17 movement, I'll say that. Yeah. The number 17 movement is people like myself, it's people like yeah. you. Listen, I, like I, 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 I want to be a part of it. I love the movement. I think it's amazing. I love that there's so many patriots. But, dude, you, if you have a brain, yeah. you have to think, like, what? Yeah. And me being a fighter, I got to think of all things, all strategies. Every yeah. time I go in a fight, I got to know everything this motherfucker is going to throw at me. Everything. I, got, I, have you're to, not gonna I have to train for all of it. So this is my mind, my military mind, uh, thinking, what could this be used for as well? What it could be, be how, would this, how would this lower my defenses? And then I've been thinking about it. I'm like, damn. Absolutely could absolutely could be a sign. I'm not I'm not going against the movement, but I'm just saying with China at our borders, hey guys, everything's okay. Everything's okay, and then boom. Again, who owns Reddit right now? Isn't that where QAnon started? Is like in Reddit? I I, I don't know. I, I don't I'm know not, about that. Sure. Is that true? I'm not I'm not sure. I don't know if like QAnon started in Reddit, but I'm like look at look at China owning Reddit. Look at the easiest way for them to pull varying people from different messenger message boards, all walks of life, to follow them along, giving them the drip feed, giving them the drop, the drop, the drop, ever anxiously waiting for somebody else to tell them what to do. You've effectively nerfed the incentive for people to go out and seek the truth for themselves. And when yep. they reach this point that we've reached, there's a certain level of action that's required because the truth has no sides, but actions do have consequences. And that's where we're at right now. We have to say, yep. nut up. Things, things are not okay, and if we want to trust the plan, it's whatever plan we want to come up with. Um, just, to, just to interject real quick, I've been kind of, I've been trying to give credit to the number 17 movement recently because there's been two, uh, two ladies from the QAnon, move, QAnon movement that have gotten into, I think, either Congress or Senate, and, I, and I'm asking myself, is that the plan? Is that the plan for things to get so crazy that you have people like ourselves who are doing this research, finding out the funding, putting all these pieces together, so we feel basically compelled to go into the system and start fixing this stuff? Yeah. So that's, that, that's also why I have like a hard time. It's confusing, man. This is all confusing right now because it feels like all the chaos and the propaganda coming out, it's a confusing time for all of us, and it's left us – like, you know, the more you go down, the, I tell everyone this, the more you go down this rabbit hole, it turns into a maze. The deeper you go down, it turns into a maze. And now we're all, and it, you know, success here, we're all fighting each other now. We're all confused. We're all kind of like punching each other in the street fight. That's kind of where we're at. And that's also, I believe that was one of their main goals. And, that, yes. and, they, and they've succeeded in that. Um, so it's, 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 we're here now where we're at. 
And I think we're all just waiting on this. We're like in this holding pattern. We're being held hostage and just waiting on what is going to happen. Election, dude, it's going to start September 17th. That's when yes. it all starts. Yes. And we need to be ready. And I firmly believe, just like you do, just like you do, that something is going is brewing with China. Yes. And I think that I, I would say more than anything, I, I believe in my gut, they want to attack us. They're getting ready for that. Yes. I, again, I guess because I'm tripping out about the virus, how did no, was this a biological weapons attack? That's, that's what I'm pissed about, if you want the truth. We get attacked, and we move on like it's just hunky-dory. And then what's going to happen next? They got away with the first thing. They got away with shooting you with a pellet. Well, guess what? They're going to shoot you with a rifle next. Yeah. If that don't kill you, they're going to come up there and stab you. This and they're the making problem. it to where no one can coordinate or plan anything because there's no social gatherings. you got to keep yeah. six feet away from everybody. It's not so much. It's, it is social distancing, but more so than anything, people need to understand this is social conditioning. Conditioning. Yes. They're yes. conditioning us not to, uh, not to interact, not to get in public gatherings, not to plan anything, stay away from each other. The virus is scary. Dude, this is like we're primed for the taking right now. We are primed. We're sitting there like a, a bullfighter getting ready to kill the bull after mm -hmm. it's been plugged with all, the, with all the spears and arrows or whatever the hell they give them. It's ready to go. It's time. Yeah, they, 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 they locked us down, traumatized us for extended periods of time, Put, let us lose to go protest. And so now we're polarized on top of being traumatized and we're just waiting for somebody else to yeah. tell us what to do. We're in a trance. We're fear. We're, yeah. we're fearful. And a lot of people don't really know what to do from this point of view. They're scared. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to move outside of the line because you're right. They know something's wrong. And I think that's a lot of the reasons why all this chaos is popping off. They know something's wrong. A lot of people know that things are wrong and they have this, this physical instinct to go out there and carry out chaos without doing the due diligence of actually figuring out where the problem is. And so that adds a whole nother element of the generation that we have to deal with. And so like you said, man, we are, we're, we're, we're being hit with Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals where we're being overwhelmed. And this is all by design is and to I, get people to think, lose their mind. And I, and I think we have to hit the, I don't, we're not going to just go back. There's no, no going back now. People need to understand this. We're not going back to the old world. It's not happening. It's not going to happen. Correct. Get that out of your mind. We are now in a new territory. We're trailblazing new. We're, we're pioneering. We're chartering new waters. This now is new, a new world we're embarking in. And it's either going to go to American sovereignty or Chinese uh, dictatorship. Okay? Communism. It's, either, it's one of those two. We're either going to be trapped in bondage or we're going to reclaim our sovereignty. But we're oh. going to hit a pinnacle. We haven't hit it yet. We have not hit oh. it yet. We're just now climaxing. And we're going to climax in the next probably year, months to years. Who knows how long this is? This fight's going to be. We don't know. Yeah. But we haven't hit it yeah, yet. I, I, I've been, uh, we, again, it's 9-11 reference because it's 9-11. I've been comparing COVID-19 and all this other stuff that's going on to it. Uh, World Trade Center Tower 1 and 2, that was the initial outbreak in China. World Trade Center Tower 2 was the global outbreak uh, and the tower that nobody paid attention to, World Trade Tower 6 or World, World Trade Tower 7, is the socioeconomic implications. Massive unemployment, people not working, processing plants shutting down, evictions, inflation. All this stuff is, again, part of COVID-19. So to a degree, we're still dealing with the, with, the, with the nonsense of that. 
And because people don't have jobs, they ain't got nothing else to do. Hell yeah, they're going to go out there and destroy things. They've got nothing else to do. But yeah. just to, someone just, just someone just put a, just commented in here, and I just saw it. And I want to laugh. They said if Biden wins, coronavirus will go away. Ha ha, huh. that's funny. Uh, actually, no, it's going to get worse. It's oh, going to get God. worse. You'll get hit with the second, third, fourth wave. They they really don't understand, do they? They don't get what's they going don't. on. I, I can't believe this. And this is our audience, bro. Capitulation, bro. Capitulation is what's, what's allowed for this to happen. Capitulation and compliance is not going to get us anywhere. At this point, resistance is the only thing that we have. That's the only thing that we can use to define our existence is resistance. Speaking of this, I just want to I just want to kind of make a quick comment. I talked about this earlier earlier today, and I think it's a it, it, it applies to this because you mentioned that we're going into bondage. A quick little biblical, just just quick little biblical side skirt. Um, everybody's familiar with Moses, the Ten Commandments, situations like that. People don't know that prior to Moses given being given the Ten Commandments, he was a slave. But right, he had to right, yeah. what? He had to get out of bondage spend that 40 days, that 40 nights, asking God, seeking out the truth, only for him to go up, find his face, and come back down freer with the commandments of how to truly live. People don't really know that Moses was in bondage, that he was a slave, that he got out of bondage. He fought for his freedom, and then he led those people out of Egypt into a whole new way. People don't think about that. They think, oh, Moses just got the Ten Commandments and stuff is cool. He set a new way to live. People don't think about how he had to fight his way out of slavery, be basically broken, destitute, hungry, starving, but he was free. But he was free. And that's what people don't point out. That's what people right. don't think about. He was free. He wasn't enslaved. He wasn't with, e with Egypt. He was free. He was able to worship God in his own way. He was able to seek him out because he was free. You can't do that when you're enslaved. You can't do no, that in China. Our last freedom... And our last freedom as a human is to fight. When you're, sure. That's your last true freedom is fighting. You know, when I was in the ring and I was fighting and I was training, I, that was free to me. I was free when sure. I was expressing myself, fighting, boom, 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 boom. Yep. It's the same. It's a human spirit. We're meant, if things are, are wrong and we're being treated badly, our last resort, our last freedom is to fight, is to fight. God gave us that, to fight. You know, it's, you know, and, and that's where we're at as a as a country, as a humanity, as a global society. That's where we're at now. Unfortunately, it sucks. I don't want to be here any, like anybody else. I, no. I don't want to fight, dude. I, I would rather no. uh, work on my backyard and feed my dogs and enjoy my life, you know. But yeah. hey, if I come down to it, I'm a fighter in soul and, and I'll have to do it. Brother, I feel like that's where a lot of us are going. You know, yeah, uh, we're there. And I may have to come up to where you're at and have some chickens. <laughs> uh, Give me a chicken. We're, have, we're having a barbecue. <laughs> some we're eggs. having a barbecue next Saturday, brother. I'd love for you to come up, man. You're up in uh, you're up in uh, I don't want to say where you're at, but you're up. Yeah, up north. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, okay. We would love we would love to have you, bro. You'd have some. I'll come up and visit you because I wanted to shoot a uh, mini documentary on a uh, soul journey going through New Mexico uh, into Colorado. Okay. And, uh, and visit my, uh, sh I have a shaman friend up there that I want to go see. And uh, it's the mini Tibet. It's called Crestone. And um, there's shaman, there's, uh, there's Tibetan monks there. There's nice. It's a very, it's a very uh, spiritual uh, vortex, actually. And, and many institutions are there. So I want to go up there and 
and film up there. But I would love to visit you on my way through the journey and record it if that's possible. Oh, brother, I'd be honored. I would be honored. I would clear the schedule. Definitely go do that journey uh, because I feel like with where we're going in the future, you definitely need that deeper spiritual connection to help guide you through. So, so definitely seek that out. Uh, and if you do come through, bro, I'd love to hang out with you. We would have, a, we I'll, would have I'll, too I'll much I'll keep fun. tabs on you, bro. We'll, I'll keep in touch with you and we'll do that because uh, would you mind being on camera with, with me, with me talking, showing your, yeah. your area, yeah, your chickens fine. and you're fine. I don't, I mean, we won't say, we won't disclose where you're at, but we'll. No, you're fine. I'll clean it up. Cool. You'll make me actually clean up my chicken coop in my yard. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> oh, I, shit. Would, I would love it, brother. We would. There well, was... I mean, you know, I, I just feel like we're here. There's not much, you know, all we can do is prepare. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the message I want to get across to everybody talking to you is that it's time now to put away that old thinking that died with the old world. And we're going into a new world. This is uncharted. And here yeah. we are, whether we like it or not, whether we like it or not, we're here. Yeah. So it's time to prepare accordingly. It's not ever going, we're not going to go back to the way no. it was. It's going to be a fight. We be, and if it does go back to the way it was, guess what? There's going to be a massive fight. There's going to be a massive fight before that happens. Would you agree to that? Yep. And a massive revival right after. Yeah. Yes. Right I, after. I just think that's where, that's where we're at, dude. And... That's what it is. And that's why this is, that's why this weighs so heavy is because we're, we're, we're having to fight past that initial, that initial personal hiccup because we don't want to talk about these rough issues. But then at the same time, we don't want to talk about what happens if we don't talk about these issues. That's why the heart is so heavy when we cover these things is because we know that we're not supposed to be covering these things. We're supposed to be doing something about these things. And we can yeah. look at the time. We can look at the writing on the wall and we can see the time is now. And so yeah. to a degree, I'm that's afraid, kind of... I'm afraid a lot of people are going to die, man, because they're complacent. Yes. They're complacent. And men nowadays, men, men, dude, men. Mm -hmm. Women are picking up the charge more than men now. Yeah. And it's yeah. the men are the ones that are sedentary and just sitting around like, oh, nothing's happening. I'm going to prepare it. And, and they're, they're stocking weapons to defend their family, but they're not out being proactive. Yeah. They're not out being proactive. They're not see, out being tigers. And that's, that's the mindset right there. I feel like, yes, it's important to go out there, go train, go do your pew pews, go get your times up, figure out your reload speed. But to a degree, part of me thinks that, thinks that that's giving up. And so yeah. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but, but like you're saying, there's another element here that we're missing. If we're going straight to the default of just like terminating our opposition, then we have already effectively lost. That means that we don't want to fight for these values that we have. And so what we're talking about is why we need to get out there. You're talking about the Q and the, uh, number 17 movement, right? Yeah. This is, they're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong. You're, we're, we're, we're having conversations on echo chambers instead of figuring out how to make 20, min, 20 seconds, a minute, two minutes of real-world three-dimensional action worth it. A couple of weeks ago, there was that, uh, that veteran, Carlos Zapata, who made like a minute-long speech or a two-minute-long speech. That thing went around the world. It took 80 people to organize an entire nationwide protest in Australia, all of which you got visited. America, we're cucked. QAnon was supposed to, they were supposed to be that. They were supposed yeah. to be that network of patriots that was rallying the troops, calling out this globalism, calling out the evil, saying, this is what you need to do. Take this person out of office. These are the values that we need to uphold. 
but because we just we got cozy because we kept saying oh trust the plan go along yeah. and get along that's a part of the problem that's what allowed for this evil to fester that's why we don't know what to do now and why things are options. and it's on our doorstep right now correct it's here and, it's here and that's that's why we're that's why we're slacking is because we're running out of time we're running out of options and we don't have much left to do so it's like what are you going to do what Man, are you that's scary do? that's scary because if you know that's a valid point trust the plan trust the plan it trust the plan us. and do nothing don't do anything just chill just chill trust us. the plan and chill it doesn't make sense does it it cucked us it stopped people from organizing it stopped people from putting two and two together it stopped people from putting together actual feature length documentaries explaining the problems you said it before earlier there are ladies that are more patriotic that understand this and they see the threat and they're reacting to it. Men, they're like, oh, no, nah, man, my guy Trump's in office. I don't need to do a dang thing. That's yeah. foolishness. This is foolishness because we're expecting somebody else to save us. Like, yeah. I, had to, I, had to, I had to get stopped by multiple people whenever this lockdown happened from going to the governor's office to say, what are you doing? You're terrifying people. I got stopped and held up by people around me who were saying, hey, you don't need to make yourself a target. We need you. I don't care about what everybody else needs. We need to start talking about this type of stuff. Yeah. We can't allow these people to, take the, to, to, to have these type of edicts unchecked. And so this is the type of mindset we need. It's, it's, it's righteous rage. It's indignation. It's being armed with the facts and the truth and knowing that you're in the right and not listening to these lies and deceptions, man. But people don't, people don't get it because, oh, I have to wait for the next drop or, oh, that guy over there in Utah will do it. Or, oh, well, maybe there'll be somebody. There is nobody else. There is no, nobody it's else. Up it's up it's to up us. It's up to us. We have yeah. To. And, and that's a, such a, you hit home with that. You drove home with that point because if we don't pick up our slack, if we don't pick up our baton and run with it, dude, we're not going anywhere. Every man, and, and it's too late now. We are, I don't want to ever say it's too late, but it's October, dude. It's September yeah. going into October. We're in the final stretch. Yeah. But yet, we still got to trust the plan. No. No. That's foolishness. It, 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 I can't, I guess. Uh... And, and listen, and I don't want people to get all whacked out and, you know, because there's a lot of cult mentality behind it that uh, will start uh, bashing us and saying this and that. All we're saying, all we're saying is question this. Yes. And start preparing yourself because shit don't look good right now. No, it doesn't, dude. It does not look good. Listen, like, I was here before Trump. I was here before QAnon. I came into this because of Obama. And now because of things like House Resolution 6666, the National Defense Authorization Act of 2012, this both gives the government abilities to effectively indefinitely detain a person. They can disappear you up off the streets. Yeah. This terrifies me. QAnon didn't tell me these things. I got started because I was fearful of what could happen not only to myself, but fellow Americans, that people had rights that were being trampled on by a tyrannical government. I'll be here after Trump and after QAnon as well, fighting for people's rights because this is atrocious. And when you have people saying, trust the plan, what plan is it? I've been here for several years and I have yet to see people do yeah, anything. Yeah, and then Hillary it. gets off? She, gets, she was supposed to testify uh, two days ago. Yes, but she's off. Trust the plan. She's off. Trust the plan and she's off now? You know what I'm saying? Uh, General Flynn's not off. Nope. But Hillary is? Yep. It seems to me like there's a problem here. They're getting the upper hand. And to a degree, this is what I was trying to say earlier, I'm glad that they're getting the upper hand 
because it really puts it out there. Who's really about this? Who's really about change? Who sees this stuff? Who's willing to put their self on the table to say, it ain't about me. It's about the country. It's about my children, man. It's about the future. I don't care what they do to me, but this will not continue. And if we get to that mindset of saying that they can take me, but they will not take our children's future away, people will, people will begin to understand this stuff. You see all this, this crap going on with Netflix and pedophilia, yeah. Joe Biden, uh, Kevin Spacey literally just having more sexual assault cases, yeah. uh, lawsuits thrown against him. If people took this mindset of them coming after their children, after their future, they'd be a little bit more protective. But because right, people but, don't but have they've been that taught, mindset. They've been taught, it's like a house cat, not an right. alligator. They've been taught to be domesticated and sedentary and, and just basically complacent. People have been bred. It's like a sheep. If you look at a sheep in the wild, dude, they're tough. They're tough. They're out there in the mountains. They're climbing the walls. They're, they're, out, they're tough. They're tough species. Once you herd them and domesticate them, they're what we call sheep. They're, yeah. they're, they do nothing but follow each other, follow each other, follow each other. They're robots. That's, we are literally that, but worse now. We are yes. worse than that now. We are worse than sheep. We buy all our stuff at the food, at the stores. We come home, we watch TV, we eat cereal watching CNN, Fox. We just sit there and just, this just shit just gets uh, regurgitated. We, we download it into our psyche, psyche, and then we regurgitate it out on the streets. And then we're all just into this, like, this, this hypnosis. And here's yep. the other thing, too, is that, shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're fine. But you get it. You get it. Yeah, it's, it's, that's where we're at. This is it. Yeah. We've been groomed into this. We've been, we've, been, we've been herded into this mentality that we're at now. And this is why it's going to be so fucking easy to take yep. us over. There's not men like you and I. And look at this. And for people that it's not obvious, like, if it's not obvious, but you're a black guy. I'm a white guy, Mexican, oh, and here we are. Here we are talking this out. We're both mm -hmm. patriots. We both have that brotherly bond, and we're shooting ideas. We're not. I'm not. You're not calling me a racist. I'm not calling you this. You're not calling me that. You know what I mean? We're we're united. This is how everyone needs to be. Everybody needs to be like this. We need it. All BLM is creating is fucking division. That's all yes. it's creating. It's it's creating more racism, which is what they want. Yes, I gotta. I got to slow us both down because we're both getting fired up and I love it. <laughs> but what's happening right now is this, is this, this stuff is being brought to the surface, which is good. The masses, they don't understand and that's okay. It's going to take people like ourselves to rally the few troops, the last few Americans, the last few Patriots who see all this because you got to think, man, people are, people are broken down. You're a fighter. I'm just this random black dude that, <laughs> that, that, that's got all these cuts and stuff on them that don't know how to shut up. That's like, I don't know, man. I just, I, what, what I'm trying to say is it's, it's, it's going to take a ragtag group of people to, to reignite this spirit. And that's why I'm glad that the threat levels are increasing because while that's happening, people are, people are putting their heads in the sand and that's okay. Those are the people that we're protecting. Those are the ones that we're watching out for. It's the ones that are escalating the threat. We got our eyes on you. And as they're escalating, we're just getting more and more stronger. We're, take, we're, we're not biding time, but we're, we're taking names. We're dotting I's. We're crossing T's. We're figuring out where the leadership is. We're understanding this stuff. We're getting our ducks in a row. And when it comes time to execute, it'll be fast. Uh, people will get round up. I'm not sure if this is what they mean by arrests are coming, but people will get round up. Hey, those, people... those, those FEMA camps are going to be used for something. I have different ideas on what they could be used for, but come on, bro. 
Let's really think. Let's. It's something that people don't want to talk about, and I get a little nerves talking about it. But they're not built and fully staffed and fully armed for nothing. Yeah. For nothing, they're going to be housing hundreds and thousands of people each. Yeah. Each. Yeah. Now you got to think. It seems like we're there. Yeah. Who are they going to go after? To to your point, I was uh, doing some research, and people want to go look into the work of uh, Tim Brown over there at Sons of Liberty Media. He recently had on somebody where they were talking about uh, FEMA camps, martial law, and all kinds of other stuff like that. But he was, they, they had pointed me in the direction of this document. It's so funny that you're bringing up uh, FEMA camps. I uh, have this U.S. Army Internment and Resettlement Operations Field Manual uh, from the Department of the Army. They put this out February 2010, and it basically goes over that. It goes over resettling and interning uh, American citizens, what they call displaced citizens or domestic migrants. And so what we're beginning to talk about in a weird way is say some kind of they they plan for this. You can look at things like uh, Operation Gotham Shield, where they simulate a nuke going off over like a megacity or uh, 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 Project Thunder Spiral, where they engage in warfare and, and, and mega urban cities and stuff like this. They plan for these type of things. But when we're looking at FM 3-39.40, internment and resettlement options. We're literally talking about FEMA camps, them trying to figure out what to do in the, in, in the event of some cataclysmic event that disrupts normal communications. They have to have some semblance of government, some semblance of normal, the continuity of government. Right. This is that. What do you do when people don't have homes to go to? What do you do whenever there's so much chaos and you have like a, a shoestring budget and a shoestring government trying to maintain order? You're going to intern and detain these displaced citizens because, well, they're a part of your government and you're in some kind of conflict right now. So when you're saying this, this, this kind of brings you down a little bit, I know exactly what you're talking about, brother. Like this, this is some scary stuff. Yeah, no. We're, and, we're, and it's, and I still, I'm amazed that I talk to people that are, you know, they, they still have that. They're not awake. They're still looking at me like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And I'm looking at them like, you know what I mean? Oh I'm looking at them like, wow, bro. Like, I'm looking at a zombie, a real-life zombie right now. I'm looking at a person that has maybe, I don't know if they're under, hip, if it's all of the above, or hypnosis, demo, demonically possessed, mm -hmm. or um, just stupid. Just stupid. Like, they're, they're not aware of their outside world. Like, everyone, everyone is born with a certain capacity of intuitiveness and intellect. And if you're if you're lacking in both of those, that you don't understand your surroundings and what's going on around you, and you right. lack the intuitive skills to navigate through this world, and you don't understand the world we're living in, and you don't see what's coming, then dude, survival to finish. You ain't fucking meant to be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could say you're wrong, but you know you're right. <laughs> you know Sorry. You're right. Oh, and I, and I can't talk smack, man, because these are like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm getting, I'm 28, I'm getting older. Oh, don't even go there with that, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. I feel, I feel old. It's I'm that fucking old. Well, you look, you look fine. All right. Well, I hope I look you. like you whenever I'm your age. I'm 40, going to be 43 in a week. Shit, are you serious? Yeah. Damn. Oh, you look good. Thanks, brother. I hope I look good. Dang. Yeah, you look um, good, bro. You look good. You're 28. You're still young. You're a pup. You're a pup. <laughs>
I'm, I'm turning 28. I'm looking at people around me. I've got, you know, I got a buddy of mine that's like teasing that he's going to go to rehab. I got a buddy of mine teasing he's going to go to rehab, homies that are still drunk, people that are still addicted to drugs, you know, people shoving needles and drugs inside of their bodies. And I'm looking at my generation just give over to the spirit of delusion. And I'm looking at the next generation, these 15-year-olds, these 20-year-olds, you know, and I'm just like, I'm trying to talk to them because I got this kid that I, his mother passed away. So I go hiking with him every now and then to kind of like see where he's going with life and stuff like that. Neighbor kids that I have, you know, come over, come help me with the chickens and with the yard and stuff like that. You know, they're not going to school. Some of these kids right now, um, the ones that, and this is sound, it sounds crazy, but the kids that can't afford to go to school, they're stuck in school. And so the ones that can't afford to go to school, you try to talk to them or the ones that are working, you try to talk to them. And so they're disillusioned, they're scared, they're frightful, yeah. and they're fearful of things because they see what our generation did, a bunch of drugs and rap and hip-hop and stupid stuff, throwing their lives away out there on the streets, and they don't want that. And then they also see what's going on with the cucked behavior of the generation before me, and they don't want that either. So they're disillusioned, right, right. they're fearful. And so what's happened, again, is the resurgence. What we're doing is we're inspiring multiple generations of people to step up. We're... we're I, I, I have to have this revelation all the time because I, I grew up where people didn't really care about any of this type of stuff. I represent every other person out there that does care, but doesn't know the language of how to speak about these issues that are going on. You represent every other person from your generation that knows these things are going on, but can't really figure out how to talk about them. Right. When we're getting up here, we're acting as ambassadors to explain this. We're creating a narrative and a lifestyle and a culture that exemplifies all these things because it wasn't there. Wasn't. It was, if anything, it was put down. It was shunned. It takes about 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. And that's what happened. Oh, yeah. We have been, been doing this since the Second World War. Precisely. And, and here, funny you're saying that because my parents are 81 and my dad's gonna, my mom's 81 and my dad's going to be 86. They're the last of the greatest generation. Yeah. You know, they're that tail end of it. And I talk to them and I speak to them and I, I, I have taken out, I, w I grew up with those vo uh, values and morals and ethics because my parents have stayed married since, uh, for 60 years now, 60, 60 years. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. And they would, my mom would never have jumped ship on my dad. It's just a different era. Mm -hmm. And so I was raised with that and I've been around that my entire life and talking to them about World War II and the things that happened in World War II and their friends who are Jewish friends uh, say this to me. They're like, we are here again. Here we are again. Like you we've know, come full circle. Like we've come full circle and they're seeing everything happen again. It's like, we're back at it again. And yeah. this is like, the, this is, we're in that stage right now when the Jews in Germany were like, you know what? I think I'm going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. you know? And then some of them were like, ah, you're crazy. That's ah, going to be okay. Everything will go back to normal. No, those won't. ones that said that, what happened to them? What happened to those ones that said that? The ones that were like, you know what? I'm getting the hell out of here. I see something coming and listened to their instincts and left. That's where we're at right now, dude. We're here again. Um, Sad truth is, we have nowhere else for us to go. Yeah. That's the only thing that's different. This is a it. Lot of those people, yeah, a lot of those people left Germany to come here. That's why we have these great tales and why we have that little bit of a, 
uh, a head start is because they told us they left that they came here they said you need to watch out for this type of stuff the sad part is now though there's nowhere else for us to go we can't go to australia no we this is the to... last domino to fall dude this is it this and is this it. is why it's the prize this is why yep. america is the prize and look what they successfully did with COVID. they took out the middle class they wiped mm. out the middle class so here's what's going here's so first of all they tried the russia collusion twice now they're mm -hmm. getting ready for a third one did you see 3.0 with Schiff tweeting like oh we got to get prepared for russia they're gonna I saw he So they they tried the the Russia collusion three times, and then the pandemic, and that's kind of falling apart now. Next, mm -hmm. it's gonna be a cyber attack, or just a full scale war with China. Well, isn't this what they talk about as well with with the number seventeen movement? That three days of darkness. Oh, another, that's right. Yes, that's another thing that's being thrown out there that I'm like I'm I'm constantly thinking about. You've got California. Power, gas, and electric saying that they're going to have... Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Years. So you're saying... Hold on. Let me just make this point so I understand what you're saying. So Basically, you're saying that they're preparing us so we'll be calm during this these days of darkness, and that's when go. we'll be getting getting there taken over. There you go. Yeah. And that's, that, that's kind of how I see it. It's not that... In other I, words, I everyone will be like, hey, they've been saying this. It's what, mm -hmm. what, three days of darkness, 10 days of darkness... I don't know. Something don't know. like that. I know that they said that the lockdown was a good thing because it allows for us to rout out deep staters and arrest the traitors. That the pandemic was a good thing and that it, martial law is a good thing and that it'll allow for us to rout out the traitors. And so I, I'm, you know, I'm, I've heard from credible sources that they are taking down the pedal rings, that they are uh, rounding up pedophiles. I only hope, I mean, I'm not there looking at it, so mm -hmm. I don't know, but... Um, yeah, it makes you wonder, man. I mean, I'm not there. I'm not looking at this happening. I'm not seeing it, but I'm hearing it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what a what a very elaborate plan that would be to take down a society, right? Like, mm -hmm. well, well, we we've been touching on it throughout the entirety of this. That's the that's the bad part about predictive programming. A lot of the stuff that we're like, that's the bad part about predictive programming. They can put this stuff out there. And so that when it does happen, they say, Oh, don't worry about it. Trust the plan. This is a part of it. Go along. You don't have to fight back. This is a good thing. Uh, something tells me that's not a good thing. Cities yeah. burning, you know, stabbing, shootings, rapes. Something doesn't tell me that that's a good thing. Can't we just do this without all the murder and the shim sham? Can we just get these guys out of here first and then have like all the parties afterwards? But it, it, it's so sophisticated when I look at the number 17 movement, bro. But that's yeah. why, like, I take the I take the gems that come from it, and I pull back, because there's a lot of information there. But the problem with information is who's sending it, what is the what is the purpose? Okay, Bono, who stands to benefit from uniting Americans? You have some people saying it's Kushner, some people saying it's Trump. I'm not sure because I don't again, know. it's confusing. I think it's too confusing, and we need more action. We need more clarity. And you see the uh, you can the, do that. I know a lot of people are. Uh, uh, kind of uh, moving away from Netflix right now because of the cuties thing and they're like uh, they're banning Netflix or they're a strike against that. I don't know, whatever. They're, they're moving away from Netflix. Um, there's a, a, uh, a series on there right now and I don't know if you've seen it. I just started watching it because Cyrus Parser told me to watch it and it's called The Colony. Jeez. Bro. Oh. If you want to see predictive programming, okay, there's yeah. a there's a cause just like today, like 17 today, 
in the movie The Colony, I see the colors of Antifa. It's about like Big Brother. It's about a takeover. It's about. Um, did you did you see there's there's an episode because I, I I watched some of it I haven't okay. finished it. There's an episode in there where like the son after he's been like kidnapped or brainwashed or whatever he's like with these these people in the prison and they let him out. One of the things he's like supposed to do to get inside like with the organization is he's supposed to go into another district, sneak oh, yeah. inside of somebody's house, and then kill that person. Yeah. You, you remember that episode? Yes. Yeah, I've been that? watching it, and then, but but hold on, bro. Wait, let me let me regress yeah, real no, quick. Sorry, real, sorry. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying, but yeah. What about that whole Geronimo thing? Wouldn't that be number seventeen today? You know how they talk about we're Geronimo, I'm Geronimo, we're all Geronimo. Oh, oh you know what I'm God. talking about? Oh my God! No, you're right. No, you're right. Oh my God! No, you're right. No, you're right. I mean, that's the so secret, that's, that's, that's the anonymous aspect of it to where anybody can take it on, to where it's not like an actual person or an organization. It's an idea. Bro, when they were talking, when that guy was on the radio saying, I'm Geronimo, you're Geronimo, we're all Geronimo, I was like, wait a minute. That sounds like the shit that's happening right now today mm -hmm. with 17. Mm -hmm. I started, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, but, it, you know, anybody who can think... Makes you it's, wonder, it's, man. Well, again, look at what look at what that organization made its members do, and so I'm not saying anything's wrong with. I, I don't I don't think violence, or any type of stuff like that, should be used for political gains. That's terrorism. But look at what those people were doing, to try to win back their freedom. They were blowing up buildings. They were stabbing people. They were doing all kinds of other stuff, and. While I'm while I understand guerrilla warfare and you know how they were fighting the aliens and stuff like that, that's Hollywood. But when it gets replicated here in our real world life, that's when I have a problem. Yeah, you know, you've got these you've got these guys lining up like it's something out of world, Lord of the Rings. Like we could talk about LARPing, but these dudes have shields, they have tactics, they have organization, they have structure, they have like they'll they'll, they'll put priests out there. Conscripted priests who have Antifa style values, they'll put priests out there, then they'll put people with shields out there, then they'll put people that throw fireballs behind those people with shields, and then they'll have people with lasers behind those people with fireballs so that they can like disorient the people before they even understand what's going on. That's sophisticated. Yeah. That takes time, that takes planning, that takes money, that takes organization. Who's organizing these people? And so while we're while we're having this debate about Q, about number seventeen, bro, we're not getting organized to that degree. Right. We're disorganized to that degree. They're using this. They're using the same devices we have. They're, but but whatever they are doing is allowing for them to become more and more efficient. While we're sitting over here fumbling, like, oh, what are the laws? What can I do? I don't know. Should I yeah. shoot these people? What? Yeah. That's exactly the truth. And I mean, it's working cleverly. I, I mean, like I said, a lot of people on here are going to misconstrue this and think that we are against the movement. Yeah. And we need to clarify today because, bro, you know how they are. That's just, yeah. you know, oh, my God. You know, yeah. no, we're just Oh, you're inspiring. a troll. You're yeah. an agent. We're just yeah. inspiring critical thinking. Listen, I'm, I'm like I've always told everybody, I'm 70, 60 to 70% on board. I leave the rest up for critical thinking. But I'm we are saying... <laughs> 
that we're we're actually we're looking at this like two generals right now saying mm -hmm. huh gee uh this kind of looks like this could be happening right yeah that's what you and i are doing right now in front of everybody we're brainstorming this movement saying gee wouldn't that be something if uh the enemy was using this to uh kind of leave us complacent like we are right now you know mm. and, that, and that that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of strange yeah i mean it's like, gee, nobody wants to do anything. They're just saying, trust everything. Trust this. Trust that. And we're losing more and more power. That's the problem. More and more power, more and more rights, more and more ground. And all of that has to be recovered. Like, we will never be more free than we are right now. Right. Unless we start fighting for a better tomorrow. Every right. time we keep coming up against these hurdles, for, for, be, it, be it COVID, be it these riots, be it de defund the police, we are losing ground that has to be recovered because right. we were put these these things were put here in play to protect us. And even though these people are getting more and more radicalized, more and more charged, and 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 not checked, not put in their place, we have to we have to fix that. Right, right. That's 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 what I'm tripping on. And we're like, being dude. distracted in smoke and mirrors at every which way we turn, every which way we turn. No, we're all fighting each other. We are all busy and dude. Now we are prime for the taking. We are prime right now. We are what? we're on our knees, and all they got to do is swing the sword. So let me ask let me ask you a question then, because I'm I'm, I'm curious what what your thought process is. What do you? I I, I think some of this is going to come down to the local level. It's going to be like what we were what I was talking about beforehand. That veteran and business owner in California, Carlos Zapata, go in the city council, but not one time, but multiple times. And then showing up with other people, other other parts of legislation, other laws, other bills. It's going to have to get to that point. I don't think that it's going to like because because we've been habituated to get on our phones for so long. We're not necessarily sure of the judicial process that it takes or the legislative process that it takes to get these rights back. When you've got council members, city council members that say they're for the cause, they're down to tear down the patriarchy. They're having conversations outside of their meetings telling them what to do and go in there yeah that's unfortunately where we have to get to we, we have to start hold having... them accountable dude there's no we other have way. to we have to now and but that's people the problem. have to i just saw a video of some lady i don't know where it was but she walked she walked up to the city council and was like you're served you're served yes did you see yes. that video yes that's where we're at now we have to hold Treason. them accountable they're above the law i mean this the city mayor in el paso texas uh when all this went down uh with with the covid this fucking guy was uh having barbecues and shit when he's telling everybody else to wear masks and having huge, huge get togethers with no mat. He was filmed with no mask on laughing, joking around with his family and friends while everyone has to be on lockdown. These people think they're above the law. Okay. They, they don't apply. The rules don't apply to them. So it's up to the citizens to stop being lazy and hold them accountable. Absolutely. That's yes. what it has. We're not even doing that. People yeah. are not even doing that. They're fucking because they're not scared. even doing that. They're scared. You know, you you, you got to think like how many, how many people like us are going to sit here and put together like packages of information. What go up to city council and say you've been served for treason? Yeah. Citizens arrest. How many people have the courage to do that? Who understand like what they're doing to a degree? And I think that's where a lot of this is going to come from. Uh, like that salon owner. With the with with the with the pandemic shutdown, yeah, and the people that are shut down. There's a guy here, dude. There's a guy here in El Paso. His name is Frank, and he okay. owns Rockin' Cigar Bar. And I, I did a live at his cigar bar. 
This guy just takes the fines and rips them up. He's like, no, we'll handle okay. this. We'll handle it. He has balls, dude. And he's not shutting down. He won't shut down. So there, that's the only business I know in this town that's doing that. But it's a, but, but he's like, no, I'm not shutting down. This is my livelihood. This is how I made my money. Mm -hmm. I'll have a lawsuit on them when this is all over. And it's like, he has faith and belief in that. So more people need to do that. And when I go into yes. places and I'm not wearing a mask because I don't wear them, they tell me, sir, 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 you got to wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. I go, no, I don't. They're like, yes, you do. It's the law. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not the law. It's, it's a not strong the law. recommendation. Right. It's a mandate. It's not the law. Congress didn't vote on this shit. This is not mm -hmm. a law. And even if it was a law, I'm still not going to obey that law because that's mm -hmm. against my constitution. So see, go ahead. You know your rights. Yeah. You know your rights. You know your wiggle room. You know what you're allowed to do. You've been, you're, you're up to date on everything that's going on. People that engage in social challenges, they don't know about the new rules. They just know what they're supposed to do. Right. They don't they, they don't they don't take the time to understand. They just play along. This is the problem with the population that's been programmed. This is a pop. This is what's wrong with the population that looks for monthly challenges and monthly social trends to engage in. They don't understand this stuff. They don't understand that there's a root to your rights, that there's a there's a purpose to all this chaos that they, they don't get that. No. So they go along to get along and they don't fight back. And so, again, what's happening right now? is the rallying of the troops and it may not seem like it because the times are dire but people are being inspired it doesn't feel like it because they're going to try to suppress it but we're fighting back people are waking up to this chaos they may not know what to do that's okay they'll figure it out we will go back to the books we'll go back to the constitution hopefully and we'll try to fight back because again what i was what i was pointing out beforehand the ground that we have to recover the ground that's being taken this it, it's being pushed to an extreme we under, we understand that it's going to take people like ourselves and even greater forces to recover any of that that's been lost. Right. But we have and to ask ourselves, with these are we lives that we're, that? Right. And hopefully with these lives that we're doing, we are just at least inspiring people, giving a spark to get on their channels and speak truth. Yes. To, to come out and, and we got to hold people accountable. Maybe they'll go to those, their city council and yes. serve the council members. You don't know, hopefully, but I don't see enough people doing this shit. And the ones that are, they're getting deplatformed, deplatformed. Yeah. That's how they're silencing us. Hopefully this it doesn't happen to us, but it probably will. You know, yeah. just I, I hit three hundred thousand followers, bro, and I feel like it doesn't mean anything because I'm like censored right now. And that's yeah, and okay. you're shadow banned. Yeah. And I've I was been, like, what's I've the been point of having three hundred thousand followers when you reach fifteen? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It's, I'm it's I'm a joke. I'm here for the actual audience that wants this information that comes and looks for it. That's the important thing. Yeah. That's, that's, I, I get people for. telling me all the time that they don't even get my notifications. Yep. The people will type in my full name and I'll be, I'll be down the list. Like I'll show up, but not as, not as you type my name, you have to look for my name as you fully type it among other pages. And so that's okay. That just shows that we're over the target that we're saying truth that this is what's really going on. I mean, we're fact-checked by Associated Press, USA Today, all these other weird fact-checking organizations that act like they have credibility and I'm supposed to care about. I really don't. You know, they're there. Yeah. This is just this is just like background chapter because this is what people want to focus on. It's like when this reporter did this story on me and said, oh, the SPLC called, called your organization like a white supremacist organization. And I was like, do you understand I'm African-American? <laughs> this, is, you, this, you, this is nuts. It's you understand, nuts. like I'm African American. She's like, oh, but wait, how? 
this this is the lunacy because they need that designation because they need to say that this person's over here it's 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 divisive and so what happens is if you pay attention to these designations if you pay attention to these hiccups to the censorship to the shadow banning to the designation to the trusting of the plan then you don't move forward with your execution right, you don't right. move forward with your progress and what you're doing that's 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 where people are they 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 like uh they they like the controversy that comes with being shadow banned, but they don't want the responsibility of continuing to intensify their work so that it gets out. Right, and I, I've asked that, dude. I've asked that because here I am. I'm, I'm coming up on 100,000 followers, dude, and it's like, do I put the pedal to the metal or slow down to the election? I'm, I'm like, man, dude, I would hate to lose the platform, but I have to be true to myself. Yes, you already know what it is, bro. Right you already know what it is, bro. You have to. You cannot. I was talking about this. I was talking about this whenever Kyle Rittenhouse shot that convicted pedophile. While I'm not in support of such violence, I have to condone it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so, it was so bad. Yeah. Um, but what I was trying to tell people is don't throw away your life for likes and for views, not like that. But what I'm trying to say to you is, go ahead and you know, throw away your life for these types of likes and views because who knows how much longer we're gonna be on here. These people that wanna go out there and shoot, kill, maim and destroy for a couple hundred likes and a couple thousand views, don't do that. I'm saying this to any other listener that hasn't gotten, don't, don't join up with Antifa and do foolishness. This is me putting the nail in the coffin, don't do that. What you wanna do, is try to sacrifice your life upon the altar of social media doing this type of work. My face is out here. My voice is out here. The work's out here. This conversation's out here. Throw your life away in this capacity and see it return to you a hundredfold. Don't throw your, don't throw your life away out there shooting bullets in the streets trying to act like some toy soldier. Don't do that. There are other bullets. Like right here, I got a magazine. I got a magazine of... of, of, of of five, five, six rounds, man. Like, look at the, look at these rounds. Boom, boom, boom. These are all topics. These are all bullets. These are all things that need to be lodged in people's brains. That's truth what we bullets, need to be man. slinging. Truth bullets. We need to be slinging these truth bullets instead of sitting over here trying to sling real bullets. Don't get you caught up in the streets acting like a fool. You keep doing that. Don't throw your life away. If I, can, if there's anything I can tell anybody right now, that's listening to this, you're, you're, you're hearing us war game this idea because we don't want people to throw their lives away we are already in the fray already in this fight trying to figure out how to navigate this with the least amount of casualties what we're trying to tell you is that you need a new type of weapon that you need to use all of your resources at your disposal but that's but for a lot of people for a lot of people that's a lot more difficult because it's easier to get angry and pull on emotions and it's oh. always the kids it's always You're the right. kids that are 16 17 18 that's why I'm surprised when I see a professor or a doctor being caught running around with these Antifa people. Like, I'm like amazed that a man that's in his it's 20s and 30s is doing this shit. Mm -hmm. Because, dude, you're, these are, I went over it this week on the show. There's a, there's a new statistic out right now. It says there's 52% of millennials. Or what is it? Yeah, 52% of millennials now living with their parents, the highest since the Great Depression. And so if you just extrapolate from that, you were mentioning it briefly right there, elderly people green lighting 
younger generations to go out there and go cause chaos. We've already seen pictures of that, where, to, where, where parents will take their kids and politicize their children at protests. This is just a graduation of that. Yeah. You know, and, and, and if you look at some of the mugshots, bro, of some of these people with Antifa, they look like they're straight out of Batman. They look like they're straight jokers. Like, like yeah. Joker would have no problem just hiring these goons and these thugs. I, I, I shouldn't say that because I don't want to talk like, you know, no, it's true. Gotham or anything, but dude, they look, they look like jokers. They look like clowns. And, and, and I don't want to dehumanize these people because they've been lied to and deceived. But at the same time, this is what we have to be, what we have to be aware of and why it is a trap and where it's like quicksand. And if you're not aware of it, it'll pull you down to its level down to his level what i was saying earlier about pigs and why we don't like them because one they get dirty and two they drag you down in the mud this is exactly that you cannot allow for yourself to get caught up in this chaos that's why to a degree they will be allowed to operate so that they burn themselves out and that's what we're talking about on the other side here is how they're radicalizing they're intensifying but like a great flame they're burning themselves out they'll fizzle out but it's going to be pretty crazy. And they're going to try to drag us along as it happens. They'll fizzle themselves out. Yeah. So we'll just I have to make and that's, and that's where I do believe, and that's this flip side of this coin. I know we've talked about a lot of negative stuff here, but they're also, like I said earlier, they are incriminating themselves. Yes. And they are, uh, all they're doing is getting ready for, I believe Trump's going to win. I believe I'm, I'm looking at the positive. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at the positive. We talked a lot about the negative and the bad shit happening and like China invading and this and that. Trump wins. The election goes as planned. The clean sweep comes and he takes out all of these people. And listen, they're domestic terrorists. Yes. They have no rights. Yes. So they're going away. Yeah. You know, even more, more to your point, uh, we have 50 congressmen or 50 people in Congress actually asking for an investigation into the funding. 50 GOP congressmen demand DOJ investigate who is funding the far left riots. So what's this is this is a slow process. I know we want like immediate, almost authoritarian, borderline dictatorial like response. That's not how this works. And we should not want justice to move that swift. This is a long. This is unfortunately, this is a long drawn out process. And I, I think that Trump will win. I think that he will get back into office. And I feel like they're going to degenerate even faster. And that's OK but the investigations are starting. It's raising awareness around people nationwide, and it's going to force the proper people to react, to create that narrative to where we don't go along with this. You know, That's I just, I at least want, yeah, I mean, everything that we said on this live, dude, everything that we said is a possibility. You know, yes. China invading, California breaking away, separating from the union, uh, the civil unrest, the civil war, all that is fucking very real. But yes. I have to believe, and the whole thing we said about 17, all of that is all possibilities. But my faith has to believe, my faith has to believe in the goodness. And although I'm still going to prepare, I'm still going to prepare and be ready for anything as a fighter yeah. should. I still, go, I still go into a fight knowing I'm going to win. Knowing, not thinking, maybe, ah, yeah, fuck, maybe, I, no. I know all the bad no. possibilities of the shit that can happen. I know, I know they're there, but I go in there with the mindset that I'm going to win. I'm going to win. Yeah. So I feel Trump is going to win. I feel there's going to be a clean sweep of these, the BLM, these Antifa, 
punks, all of them, boom, clean swooped out of They're being traced, they're being tracked. That's what I'm being told. What's your thoughts on that? You know, Trump alluded to it like last week, and I don't think people caught it. Like when he was saying, there are videos of plane loads of people dressed in black uniforms flying around the country setting these fires. I don't think people caught when he said that. I didn't catch it. I didn't even know that. that wow. He was, I, I forget who, he was doing an interview with somebody on Fox. And he was like, there's these people out there that are flying around. They got black uniforms. And this needs to stop. He was alluding towards somebody is funding for these people to hop in on their plane, go to different places and cause these cause this riots. Trump's aware of like what what Antifa is. He's aware of George Soros. He's aware of all this stuff. But what has to happen is the threat has to become so massive that it's thrown out there. It's got to be every it, it, it has to be like the, the, the thing about what I've noticed with Trump. And this is me just kind of doing political analysis or political commentary. What I've noticed about Trump is he doesn't do anything until he can only do it once. Yeah. If that makes sense. So he doesn't want to like keep going back and forth with Antifa, like, oh, they may or may not be domestic terrorists that need to be rounded up and thrown out of the country. He doesn't want to do that. What he wants to do is do it once and get it over with so he can move on. Where all of this chaos has to be brought to the surface to where we can all see it. To where we see like, hey, these guys are organizing and these guys are organizing chaos. And that chaos is being funded by foreign interests. Here's the foreign interest. It has to be so clear cut that there's no wiggle room. It has to be brought out there to the surface. And that's what I've noticed that Trump does. He doesn't do, he doesn't act off of like quick things like, like we would want him to. Sometimes it seems like he does. But with certain things like this, this has got to get drawn out to where we all see the actual threat. And he will act. He's not going to be cut to the point where he won't do anything about this. He's got to appeal to his base. His base sees that this is a general problem. You've got them literally walking around, going around the country, asking for the defund of the police. This is another part of your, your huge constituency. So he sees these movements taking place. He's just waiting for the opportune time to, to strike. And I don't know when that is. It may be before the election. It may be after the election because they'll say that, oh, he's a dictator. Oh, he's an authoritarian. Oh, he's a tyrant. Oh, he doesn't care about the rule of law when he's trying to protect the rule of law. But this is the, sophistic this is the sophistication of the threat that we're up against. And so rather than going back and forth with political pundits and fake news media and all this other nonsense, he's waiting for it to just get to a point where it's like, do you guys see these people trying to burn down your cities? Yeah. What do you want Letting to do? them incriminate themselves. Letting Precisely. them, because now the patriots are going to go out and vote in droves. Precisely. We don't want this for our country. We are going to vote this man back in office. And that's where I see that happening as well. I do definitely Precisely. see that. I, I, I do as well. You know, I, I, they'll, they will fight back. And that's okay. And the media will, 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 will report on it, saying that it's a good thing that they're fighting back. But what we have to understand is that there is a rule of law, that there is a God, that this is organized, and that this will follow through. And that we're going to have to be ready in our own local areas to start taking back some of, I don't want to say taking back the country because that sounds like something crazy. Like we already but lost taking it. Back the, yeah, but yeah, taking it back. Yeah. Because you're, you're seeing what he's having to do. You're being given the tactics, and this is what we have to do. We have to nut up. And to a degree, some of us have to sacrifice our lives past social media to get inside of the system to protect this for everybody else. Yeah. Because it's, it's not going to be easy. None no. of this is easy. No. But that's why all of this is being brought to the surface. So we, so we have a choice. Do you go with these radical people who could care less about the rule of law, care less about your, your life, 
your family, your future? Do you want to live underneath this communistic dictatorship funded by foreign interests? Or do you want to hold on to what you know is, is, is tied, trusted, tried, tested, and true? That's where we're at right now. And a lot of people, I'll, I'll be the first one to say it, I didn't vote for Trump, you know, but with this, with this next election coming up, I might, man. I don't want this stuff going down. No. I don't want my kids to have to live in this future as well. No. But, but I'm no. also going to prepare them for everything that's going on. I'm going to prepare my, myself for everything else that's happening. Right now, I have two years worth of storable goods. I still need more, man. Yeah. I need a water filtration unit. You can never. I need more ammunition. I need more printer ink. I need a, I need a lot of things, man. Yeah. There's, there's, you, were ne you, can never, you can never be too prepared. Yeah. Both spiritually, financially, physically, emotionally, psychologically speaking, you can never be too prepared. You can overthink. Some people might say that's paranoia, but you can never be too prepared. Running scenarios, practicing drills, practicing simulations, running it through, seeing if you're seeing if you're able to handle certain situations. You can never be too prepared. But what you can be is foolish. What you can be is behind the curve. And if you don't start thinking, and this is me talking to the audience, if you don't start thinking past tomorrow, past your own life, past your own generation, you're not going to start thinking in that context that's needed to survive all this. You know. Okay. Um, well, brother, my, my butt is getting sore sitting here. Uh, no, one <laughs> said, no, he didn't say he's not good. This election is someone's saying, are you not voting for Trump? Are you not? They're saying that. That's, I mean, what do you yeah. think this whole conversation was about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah. the fuck? So, all right, Don't man. entertain low IQ Are you questions. on Parler? I am. What's your, because, okay, so everyone knows mine is Nino Boxer on Parler. Uh, and uh, my my YouTube is... David Nino Rodriguez on YouTube, uh, Parlor, uh, my Facebook, David Nino Rodriguez. Um, you want to give out your social media handles just in case we get our asses one eight seven. Yeah, what was uh, you're on? You said you're on Parlor, YouTube, and what else? What was the other Parler, one? Parlor, Parlor is Nino Boxer. Okay. Uh, YouTube is David Nino Rodriguez. Okay. And mm -hmm. Facebook's David Nino Rodriguez. Okay. Did you want me to put your your uh, your, your website? Uh, and yep. all the other details from the last time you were on in this episode. Yeah, but I'm, we're on my live. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. I know you, you said you got you got a band for a little bit, so that's all right. That's why I'm on the bottom, huh? Yeah, I think. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I got I got banned. God knows what for, bro. Like they just delete so many posts, and sometimes they ban me, sometimes they don't. I don't really know what I was banned for. I got five more days. In that meantime, I was able to get up our web app. So if people want to join us, <laughs> All right. they can do so. Um, we're, it, it's freedomsfaction.disciplemedia.com. We are on Parler. We're on Gab. We're on Minds. Uh, we're on, we have a Discord server as well. We have the web app. Um, all underneath Freedom Faction or Factions of Freedom. I'll put that information in the description bar below if people are curious. Um, I appreciate you having me over here, bro. Like, yeah, heck yeah. Let's do this again because obviously, man, I, this feels like it went over an hour, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're well, how is this even possible? Two. I thought, huh? How did we go two hours, bro? I thought these things were limited to one hour. You're telling me, bro. Like, normally I'm on, it, it cuts me off. We're yeah, it, it didn't cut me off. Here. What the fuck? I don't know, dude. I don't know maybe, either. This is the strangest shit, dude. I don't understand. Maybe. Maybe Instagram's like, oh, let's help this poor little black kid. 
We'll, we'll let him have like a two-hour Instagram. Shucks, this is we won't crazy, censor dude. It. We went two hours. Yeah, because that's how intense stuff is right now. Yeah, but dude, we usually get cut off in an hour. Why is it letting us go? Because God, I don't know. I don't know if he's the dude. I don't know. Well, I love I you, know, bro, man. man. I mean, let's do this I again. Know, bro. Yeah. I was like, was... I knew this was longer than an hour, two hours. Yeah. I had it. Pl- I, I I thought this was only going to be an hour. My buddy's been blowing me up this like whole time. This How the hell did we do two hours? How that? I'm supposed to be getting deplatformed. <laughs> this is maybe maybe we just need to start doing more two hour shows. Yeah. Maybe, this maybe is crazy. Have me on. Have me, uh, me on whenever, brother. You got whenever, it. Whenever. All right, chief. And, uh, and you're more... hit me up in the DM, and we'll we'll discuss about me going up there and all that. Sounds like a plan, play, right, buddy. Stay safe out there. You too, brother. There he goes. Later. Later. There he goes. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.